G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We often think that radical ideology and identity politics are new occurrences that have just burst onto the scene. But there's new evidence emerging that the idea of radical activists indoctrinating our kids in schools started decades ago. And current outcomes remind us that addressing them is more urgent than ever. Changes in school curriculum over the past 20 years may be in part to blame for decline in maths, English and science. Well, let's get some insights around this concept. Kiralee Smith is the national spokesperson for Binary. Now, Binary is a little like a rebranding of what was the Marriage Alliance. Kiralee Smith, welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Kiralee, when we talk about decades, uh, 20 years ago, uh, when you can reflect on where students were in Australia, uh, ranked amongst the top performers worldwide, there's been a change. Is that an indicator of these sorts of issues we're talking about today? I have absolutely no doubt that that is an indicator of these things, Neil, that radical uh, activists have infiltrated the education system right around Australia and they're in the teachers' unions, they're uh, at every level of government and uh, particularly in the bureaucracy. And we have seen this steady decline of, you know, our students used to excel at things like maths and English and science. And uh, over the years, there's been a, a minimisation of those subjects and a greater uh, focus on all these social issue type subjects and on feelings based subjects and things that are, that are quite odd and my particular area of gender theory uh, has has been exploding particularly since the same-sex marriage uh, debate a couple of years ago and uh, there's a direct correlation we're seeing an, a rise in those sort of uh, subjects being taught at school and a decrease in the academic abilities of students in Australia. So it's very disappointing and very concerning. So the idea of the important subjects being squeezed out because of radical theories, radical ideologies being taught to students because uh, students are being forced to learn all sorts of things that never were taught all those years ago and you think that's got a direct correlation I absolutely do. So we know that uh, safe schools came onto the map for most people a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, it was very divisive. There was a lot of uh, parents in particular who spoke out against it. There were campaigns surrounding it. There were politicians who spoke out against it. And uh, in some states, such as New South Wales, that resulted in a ban on safe schools, whereas in states like Victoria, Dan Andrews has made it uh, pretty much compulsory for all schools. Uh, it's, it's 
very deceptive because they call it an anti-bullying program, but what it is is the promotion of the rainbow agenda in particular, uh, focus on things like your feelings and it can be any gender that you feel like. It can change any day of the week. Uh, we know in Queensland uh, the government is still supporting the safe schools type programs and the gender-bred person. Uh, they've even gone so far as to hide the list of schools that are uh, have signed up to teach these things and it's very hard for parents to find that information. So uh, it's very concerning what's going on around Australia and more and more, though, it's coming to the fore. And during this lockdown period, a lot of parents are telling us they've been absolutely stunned uh, to see that this this agenda is alive and well and that children are being uh, forced to look at these issues, you know, even as young as three. Kiralee, what you seem to be touching on is this idea that when there is a dangerous, ideologically driven program in the school, it doesn't have a big tag on it that says, I'm a dangerous, ideologically driven program that's going to affect your children's idea about gender. Uh, They come under the guise of well-being type programs. You mentioned Safe Schools, which is the one that really got exposed, but that somehow rather has morphed into a whole lot of other programs that have nice sounding names. Exactly. And uh, Mark Latham in New South Wales has recently exposed a program called Multiverse. So now they've moved beyond the, you know, where it was happening in PDHPE classes or uh, things like that, that that was specifically designed to to talk about gender or to talk about sexuality in ways that parents, I think, would feel very uncomfortable about. Now they're actually targeting teach training programs and teaching um, the teachers how to use uh, all of this kind of language and ideology across every subject. So it's even more alarming. It's more subversive. Uh, Mark Latham pointed out why the sneakiness, why going, uh, you know, to this level if it's something that we don't need to be ashamed about or worried about. And I think he's hit the nail on the head there that we should be very concerned when governments are funding and sponsoring these teacher training programs that are designed for teachers to in- indoctrinate in every single subject, our children into this radical ideology. Kiralee, you've been following this along for some years now and no doubt had lots of conversations with ordinary school teachers. What sort of anecdotal evidence is there that children and education perhaps are on a decline because of squeezing out of these important subjects? Are are school teachers themselves concerned? Yes, absolutely. They are letting us know and letting politicians know that there's a lot of pressure in schools when it comes, you know, there's pronoun police in inverted commas who, uh, you know, are really pushing and promoting this sort of agenda. There is, uh, you know, increasing pressure around days like Wear It Purple Days and Rainbow Days where if teachers are speaking out against these things, they're, they're ostracised, they're criticised, uh, they're made to feel like they are the ones in the wrong. Uh, there's a lot of concern. You know, some have the freedom to not teach these topics or to not use the language, but uh, they feel that that it is becoming increasingly difficult because the culture that's being created through these teacher training programs uh, is, is, again, very divisive and causing uh, a, a lot of angst, I guess you would say, uh, among the staff and the students in many schools around Australia. I imagine that every state has its own way of dealing with these things based around school curriculum. And 
I know that the New South Wales states, as we're talking about this today, there is some move now to bring this issue to the fore and One Nation MP Mark Latham, he's been a bit of a shining light on these sorts of issues. What is the initiative that he is up against at the moment and you're calling for support from people to make submissions and to be part of this process? What are you asking people to do? That's correct. Well, uh, at binary.org.au, we have a petition and we also have the uh, opportunity for people to make submissions to the New South Wales government. They're doing a massive review of the education system here in New South Wales at the moment. And as I said, Mark Latham did uncover a program called Multiverse, which, you know, it's got all the things like my friend has two mums. It is exploring queer thinking in early childhood. It's... uh, getting transgender educators into those sort of things. It's looking at queer and intersex identities. It's very, very uh, inappropriate, but it's coming through this teacher training aspect and it's government funded. So Mark has uh, got this inquiry um, underway and wants submissions from people to show support that we don't want government funding and we don't want these sort of Uh, rainbow-sponsored programs um, infiltrating our schools. You know, I think some people may be shocked when you say that this gender-fluid ideology goes through all of the subject. It's not just a subject on its own, but it actually somehow rather permeates the whole of the curriculum. And this is what you're up against. It's a a bit of a challenge, uh, and it's a big challenge to be able to face up to. It is a big challenge. Um, I've seen examples uh, such as, you know, in mathematics where we've got problems that need to be solved and instead of talking about, you know, a family or a mum and dad go to the supermarket and buy, you know, two kilos of apples and three kilos of oranges or whatever it may be, they're talking about, you know, the two mums or the two dads. Uh, So it's in mathematics, it's in sciences, it's in history. Um, Very writing history almost in some cases, It's very concerning and like I said, and they're trying to use language and examples throughout every subject now and not just making it one particular subject, which makes it difficult because then parents can't say, I will withdraw my child from that particular class that is teaching the gender-bred person because it's being taught across the board in all classes. Now, when you call for submissions in this type of activity, mums and dads making submissions who are not experts when it comes to gender fluidity and all sorts of ideological positions around gender pronouns and things like that, are numbers important as much as what's in a submission like this? Oh, I think so. To, to say, you know, people can, on the very basic level, say they support uh, One Nation Mark Layson's uh, submission or, so, or inquiry. But if you go to, again, as I said, binary.org.au, we have um, designed uh, several different emails that people can send to the government and to their local members. So if they follow the links on our pages, we've done that work. We've worded the things for them. They can change it. Uh, There's that uh, opportunity there to put things in your own words as well. But for those who 
yeah, like you said, are, are struggling to do that, um, then we will help and assist in every way that we can. And some leadership that's happening there in New South Wales, Mark Latham taking that initiative and uh, really pursuing this idea of the education curriculum, that sort of thing necessary because other states no doubt will follow suit. So if if nothing is said, nothing happens and the curriculum uh, continues to do what it's doing, all Australian students will suffer the levels of education will go down, and we talk about that OECD average. But this sort of leadership, very good, and no doubt you'll be hoping that other states will be looking at the sort of things that are coming out uh, in this inquiry and uh, and with the submissions that are coming in. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's a very important point. And we can also point out, you know, Queensland is facing a state election this year, and uh, we will ensure that this is an issue that's on the table, that politicians in Queensland on all sides of the uh, chambers need to answer, you know, where do they stand on this kind of education in schools? What are they going to do about it? And we, we think it's very important that those politicians are held to account and when the voters go to the poll, they should have that information so that they can make uh, the best decision possible when they cast their votes uh, later on this year at the Queensland state election. Well, I'll point listeners to binary.org.au and that's where listeners will be able to access the campaign on schools curriculum. Now, it's more specifically about New South Wales. So for New South Wales listeners to really get involved here, uh, roll your sleeves up and do a submission for that campaign binary.org.au is where you can access that campaign on schools curriculum. Kiralee Smith is the national spokesperson for Binary. Kiralee, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.